The following podcast contains a really big announcement. There is also a conversation about rotary clothes dryers. Not quite on the same level, I'm afraid. We apologise for any offence caused. Hello and welcome to That Was The Week That Was, Was It? The only podcast that genuinely gives a frig about what their guests were up to last week. My name is Alex Sivright and joining me again is someone who is completely addicted to poppadoms. It's my co-host Kate O'Connor. How are you, Kate? Hello, uh, I'm really well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's true, isn't it? You are addicted to poppadoms. Um, well, addicted is strong. Um, I, I, I enjoy them muchly. All right. I have cravings for them. That's fair enough. I mean, we all like. I, I had cravings. I told you this actually in a message. I have cravings for cracker bread, plain cracker bread, just ordinary cracker bread. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm. I'm pregnant. What's your excuse? <laughs> so your week was good. So uh, excellent. Uh, and joining us this time is a double BAFTA award-winning man and producer, of, and the producer of Cracker Bread and such audio delights as BBC Radio 4's The Skewer and the hilarious podcast Cold Case Crime Cuts. It's only bloody John Holmes. Yes, you see. Woo! Yes, stop that. That's sarcastic. But the fact that you said. <laughs> Cracker bread, and I shout cracker bread, is a niche reference for anybody who remembers the uh, the uh, maybe late 70s, early 1980s TV children's programme at 5 to 5. It's cracker bread, as we all used to shout. Oh, of course. Yes, I remember that. Which window was your preference? No, that's play school. Oh, right. Well, oh, I'm a lot younger than you, John. I'm a lot younger. Me. Yeah, you're not even old enough to be pregnant, let alone. Uh, you know, so that's a bit outrageous, frankly. I'm not even going to ask about the circumstances in which that happened, Kate. <laughs> How are you, John? Are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. Are we doing small talk? A little fine. bit. Yeah, no, I'm all right. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> how are we all? I mean, it's like, you know, it's like there's a pandemic, except it's like at time of recording, we're creeping out of it, but yet yeah. the shadow and the spectre of it all coming back hovers over us uh, due to the... Uh, due to the people who refuse the vaccine. So, you know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel good about it, if I'm honest with you. I don't feel good about coming out of this. Oh, I think, I, you know, I, I, so it's fine. They'll delay it for a bit, time of recording. But it's sort of fine. <laughs> I think, you know, the hospitals are underwhelmed, which is the sort of point, isn't it? Mm. Don't you think? Yeah. I think that's the, yeah. That's also, the I think that Boris Johnson and Matt Hancock would be really delighted if they got the superhero names Shadow and Spectre out of yeah, this. Well, without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, can we just check, Kate? Is Boris Johnson the father of your unborn child? Because that, you know, that needs to well, be. Well, I checked up. Wikipedia and it's unclear. Fine. Then, we'll, you know, we'll go with that. Cong congratulations. <laughs> um, now, John, we've known each other for quite a few years now. I mean, we first met in 2005. Um, well, yeah, well, <clears> you say, I mean, I don't know whether you remember the circumstances of it well enough, because if you remember, it was, I'll give you the precise date. Please do. Alex, it was November the 30th. Uh, 2005. Remember, remember November the 30th. Anybody goes on Wikipedia will will realise that that was the date of the first ever face transplant yes. in the world. And you and I were, of course, we hadn't met before that time, but you and I both yep. agreed to, um, like in the film Face Off, directed by yep. John Woo, Woo. Uh, decided, didn't we, to have our faces transplanted. So the question is for people, is are we talking now through our own original faces or are mm. 
you, me, or are I you? Uh, in fact, since two thousand and five, and and yeah, it's been it's been tricky, hasn't it? I mean, our our wives were quite happy with it for some reason. I don't know why. Well, yours why that was. Happened. I don't know. Yeah, true, I don't know that true. when you turned up, mine was. But you know, uh, it's. But it's it's it was only a face transplant, so it's fair to say, Alex, that we are and remained recognisable by our other attributes. Mm. Yes, so, very much so. Mm. Very much so. Yes. So, uh, right, Kate. Kate, Kate looks... Surely you know. She doesn't know, know which one of us is the father now. She's confused. I'm just trying to think if I, in a lineup, would I be able to pick someone out without their face? It'd be more of a line out, I think, in our think case. So. Kate, sure. not a line yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Or That's line true. down, actually, maybe would be the the accurate way of putting it. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I just I'm just saying that Alex and I don't really know each other. The only way we're acquainted is because we volunteered for November the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Look it up on Wikipedia. The world yep. must ever face yep. transplant. And yes. like Travolta and Cage yep. in the film. Uh, yeah. We we swapped identities, and and to this day nobody knows which we are. Yeah, and there wasn't a big bomb plot or anything like that. I mean, it was just did it for fun, didn't we? Really, there were flying doves though in slow motion, Alex. Yeah, and I yeah. I think that was a symbol of our love. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? They're they're, they're actually just no regular pigeons, but yes. But if you take a regular pigeon and you you get a can of 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 eggshell paint from yeah. Halfords, it's surprising mm-hmm. what you can achieve. It really is. Other Halfords are available. Yeah. 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 Other doves aren't now because they died of paint poisoning. Is that why so many pigeons have club feet? It's from all the paint poisoning. Yeah. Oh. And that's why they're in slow motion as well. Just couldn't yeah. flap. There's, no, there's no such thing as a dove. It's just a pigeon that's been spray painted. Every I thought everyone knew that. I'm learning so much already. Every day's a school Isn't day. It? That's the thing. Uh, so, John, the reason you're here, apart from this very, very good banter, is that um, how was your week last week, John? Well, you know, it was it was the same as every week is for me. I mean, as you know, I live in the I live I live and breathe the glamour of mm. show business. Uh, Kate and, and Alex and 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 it so is. every day is filled. No, it's not like your day, listener. It's not like your boring day where you just do mundane things. Mine is filled with excitement. So on Monday, if you want to start there, do you? I suppose. Yeah, so. I do. I do. Yes, um, I do. it's the traditional starting point. Yeah. yeah Monday, so yeah. what what happened was, and this is uh, this is what only what you know a listers like me get to get to deal with. Mm-hmm. Is mm. that the in in the garden uh, because of the success I have? I have a, a rotary clothesline. Wow, oh, Mr. Lardy Dar. Oh, I know, I know, and I don't mean to. You know, I know it's that's a bit show off, but it is. I'm, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna be honest about it. I don't I don't think I need to disguise the fact that I have a rotary clothesline that was about <laughs> forty quid from Argos, if I'm honest. And for those wow. people listening who think that's is is a little bit outlandish, I did save up for it. Right. And oh, and good. but my point was I spent a minimal amount on this clothesline. So over over the I'm gonna call it the pandemic, what's happened is the the, the lines on the, the line part of the rotary mm-hmm. have have sagged. Oh. So the moment you hang, say, a wet towel or mm. latterly a wet sock on it, they would it would droop. Right. Droop it would yeah. like to the floor. So I I I took the clothesline out of the ground. I unthreaded the line part of the rotary, 
which is a sort of, what is it, a sort of plastic twine. Yeah. And yes. I re-threaded the whole rotary clothesline wow. to tighten it all up. It's something I'm meaning to do for about six months. And that took me about two hours. So those of you who think I live a mundane life, no. That's the glamour level I operate at. And you can only dream of that. The rotary line, how long is that when it's pulled out? Well, I'll, honestly, I know things... People say, don't they, They'll when you stretch something out, it would stretch to the moon and back. Yeah. Right? Now, the moon and back is a pub about five miles away from here. Okay. So, as an experiment, right, I laid the line of the rotary along mm. that way, and, and it reached about half the way to the moon and back. Okay. Um, so, so, just to the moon, then? Well, no, no, not even to the moon because the moon, the moon is a pub a mile on from the moon and back. Yeah, ah. so it would have been a quarter of the way yes. to the moon and back and back. Back. Yes, yes, but but not that far to the moon itself. No. If you see, if you see what I mean. Yes. So in, in so so as a, as a as a as a theory of measurement, it's absolutely hopeless. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So did you just thought while I'm here, I might as well just measure this twine in case i get asked about it well obviously you're gonna get asked about it he's a celebrity obviously that's first question yeah i mean it's the it's a it's the only the only i mean the the only other way of measuring it which which again i i did because i live quite near the coast i live in kent as you know oh showing off all the time yeah oh yeah rotary line. I've got, rotary... i live in kent and i've got room for a rotary clothes line oh my god you've got a room for it most people have it outside no i've got a separate room for it <laughs> i put it don't put it outside. I put it in a room. And if I want clothes to dry faster, I just sit down and blow on them. Wow. <laughs> so I have a rotary clothesline room. I, I put it to you, John Holmes. Um, mm. You know, in old school Chinese restaurants, they have round tables. And on those round tables, they have a little sort of mini round table on a whirly gig. And a, it's a lazy Susan. A lazy Susan. A lazy Susan. Why yeah. is but it? In Chinese, what is that? Well... Well, Susan isn't a Chinese name, is it? So I don't know that we can call it a lazy Susan. Oh well, like, you know, I imagine it's been it's been anglicised for you know for our you know our Western name tastes. But I do wonder why then your rotary clothesline isn't called a Windy Wendy. <laughs> well, I mean, Windy Wendy, apart from being someone I went out with at school. Um, Mm. You, you see, you've gone down the route of alliteration, whereas the Chinese and their lazy Susan have not. But you, you have already addressed that point because it wasn't a it wasn't Susan in the original Cantonese. Yes. So what would it be? Is my question to you. Well, I don't know the Chinese word for lazy, so I can't alliterate a word that I don't know. Somebody Google it. I have actually just googled what um, the Chinese call a lazy Susan. Go on. They are known as Kanziao Zhoupian, uh, which is um, dinner table turntable. Oh, I like that. Sorry, Alex, could you do it in the accent? Because I didn't really understand that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can't, John. No, accents aren't my forte. Remember? Oh, is that? Oh. Remember? <laughs> right, is that why? <laughs> well, you see, 
Kate, you're onto something here. So what if we combined the two, the Western influence and the Asian influence, right? And maybe if you went out to a Chinese restaurant with, with a, what was it called, Alex? A, a, a... Uh, a, it was called a, a Kanzao Zaopan. Yes. Yeah. So if you went out and uh, to a restaurant with a Kanzao Zaopan, um, right. right? Yeah. But imagine you take your yeah. wet washing with you. Okay. And what you could do is rig up a rudimentary clothes dryer on the centre of the lazy Susan in the Chinese Ooh. restaurant and perhaps enjoy the buffet, but also dry your clothes at the same time. And and where would we be, let's face it, without the pantomime? Yeah. So it's not me that's racist. The pantomime of the Chinese laundry as featured in Aladdin with um, Widow Twanky. So... You see, all I'm doing is suggesting it as a cultural reference to the the, the medium and the form of, of the pantomime. I mean, I, I, no wonder it took you two hours to put it back. I mean, you know. Took a long time. Honestly, those things are a bugger yeah. to rethread. But, but now it's as tight as a chuff. <laughs> <laughs> the little seabird? Yes. Yeah. Very tight, famously tight seabird that there is. They are tight. They're very tight. They won't spend money on anything. I have tightened the uh, tightened the the clothesline to to fit that of the guts of a chuff. The seabird. Right. Yeah. It you must was be so proud. It was loose as a puffin. Yes. The no the mo the loosest of all the birds, Kate. Well, as I think we can all agree. I think we can. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And now I've got it right tightened. <laughs> but I had to knot it off. There was so much excess twine that I had to knot it off quite a significant number of times. Like an ostrich. But honestly, it now hanging, yes, like an ostrich. <laughs> and now hanging out the washing is almost a pleasure and wow. not a chore. Wow. I can't believe that. I have never, I have never enjoyed putting the washing out. Never. It's such a I don't pain mind. I don't mind ironing. I don't mind putting the washing out, right? I mm. do, I do, the, the household chores I object to on a personal level are, are dust, dust, it's just dusting. Yeah. I hate dust mm -hmm. and I hate dusting as much as I hate dust. So it clashes, mm. moving things to dust. Do you know what I mean? It's like a really yeah. annoying, and yeah. I live in quite a dusty, a dusty house. I mean, so it's I'm all right by. once you move, like, you know, both your BAFTAs and, the, you know, you, you the dust is there you can see where the space was it's not just the baftas it's the 12 radio academy awards oh, sorry, yeah, the, the two radio british academy comedy awards. awards yeah the several uh, audio production awards best producer it's i've got yeah. it's loads Ali. it that, takes ages yeah. to move all this. that that bronze area uh, but yeah it's um yeah i know gold just last week but yeah what well, yeah i was thinking about the bronze one you won at radio kent but that's right i've got about that one um so yeah, um, but once you've dusted underneath where that award was, you're yeah. not going to get it in the exact same spot again because you you haven't got that marker. No, but it's I mean it's 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 all right if you've got as many as I have. I mean to be honest, it doesn't you know it doesn't matter. Sometimes I just take them outside and I hang the awards from the rotary clothesline so the neighbours can see. And I think that's what maybe why it sagged because the awards are very yeah very heavy, very cumbersome. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're literally made of gold, the Baftas. So you can see why it would yeah. be an issue. John, you've got children, don't you? Yes, uh, in a manner of speaking, I do have. Yes. Do you need some advice for the one that's on the way? 
Well, uh, my plan is to get one of those. Uh, I mean, I, I understand that your kids are a bit older than my unborn child. You don't know that yet. They come out at any age. <laughs> like a I'm guessing here. You sure? Yeah. Um, my plan is to get in one of those like onesies that has like little, little like fabric fingers on the bottom, like a kind of like a mop. And yeah. as he moves around the house, he dusts as he goes. So can good. you not just like attach some like dust attracting clothing to your children? And just let them be free and clean the house as they go. That's a good idea. The prob the only issue with that is that the children are the things that dirty the house up. Mm. So but I suppose you could if they go around like as you'll find out, uh, well at any age actually, what they do is leave a trail of mess. And and when they're little, that mm. can either be dribble or shit. Mm. But as they get older, yeah. It's just bigger piles of dribble and shit. Mm. So, but but as long as they're, <laughs> right. Be, you're right, behind them, they've got the little fingers of the, whatever you were talking about. Yeah, the little sort of mop, mop fingers. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, it's not a bad idea. I kind of want kids now. Actually, you can, mm. you can rent mine if you want. Yeah, all right. I don't even rent them, you can just have them. <laughs> <laughs> really annoying. <laughs> But super cute. Yeah. Well, you can. Do you want them? Do you want them for some practice, Kate? Because, you know, it's really. I mean, I'm not. I don't mean to put you off, but it's really bloody hard bringing up kids. So, <laughs> if you want to sort of have a like re dress rehearsal with an annoying, <laughs> annoying eleven year old who who acts about that she's about fifteen and slams doors and gets all cross, um, or uh, <laughs> the the other one who's absolutely absolutely fine at the moment, but you can see in her eyes that there's potential for devilment then yeah. then i am more than willing yeah. to to lend them to you for the rest of their lives and did you notice that john doesn't know their names either um <laughs> the not. other the other one we just called them child child one and two it's easy and it's, you get mixed the best up all the time it. it's fine i do i do yeah. um so that was monday hanging things awards and all that um tuesday what was yeah. that like Oh, well, now, Tuesday, you see, we move into another realm of the family, which is dogs. So we've got um, a, well, dog, dog, dog. We've got a dog. Well, here's, here's the lineup. We've got a dog. We've got a cat. We've got mm. two guinea pigs and mm. two mice. Oh, oh cute. Well, right. I had mice growing up. Did you? What, just in the skirting boards or as pets? No pets. Oh, you see, I wasn't specific, was I? I didn't say what the what the and they're pets I'll, uh, to be fair they are pets, yeah, they are pets. <laughs> I, I like that you're still trying to keep me on my toes though that's good always always testing keep me guessing yeah always keeping you guessing how did you get on with mice did you get on with mice did you like the mice did you want I, mice? Lo I loved the mice i thought they were great and they were very cute and you pick them up by their tails no and they were just squeaky and nice the tails come off don't they and they can grow no. back no i'm thinking of something <laughs> no. else um they're just so small I had two rats growing up as well. Um, Willow mm, and Gadget. No. Again, pets or things that were in your house that your parents said were pets to not freak you out? These were pets. These were right. definitely pets. Definitely. Probably. Um, but they were lovely. They were so cute. They were like, you know, tiny dogs. They really were. Um, they yeah. fetch a stick, a very small stick. No, they just sort of enjoy rubs and, you know, be very friendly. Well, not tiny know. dogs then. No, not at all. Um, no. So what was the problem with the dog, John? 
Oh, no. So, right. So the dog is a Cocker Spaniel, right? So I took the dog through, uh, through for a walk through some fields. Uh. Um, now, ordinarily, last time I took the dog a walk through those particular fields, it was an easy walk. It was absolutely fine. Because well, what's happened in the last three or four weeks is that the 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 weather changes. So the, the mad rain we got, followed by sunshine, followed by rain, followed by sunshine, has made nature explode mm. in the fields, yeah. right? So the dog immediately disappears into the nature and I can't... The dog is now old. The dog is like 12, nearly 13, and he's deaf. Oh, bless. So, uh, and can't really track you anymore so the dog gets lost in the grass um then i uh try to find the dog i get lost in the grass it's quite high grass <laughs> yeah i was thinking that before you say anything didn't say a word so i and the dog got separated and then the dog the problem was then the dog decides if not being supervised the dog like many has a penchant for for for, for laser sighting in on fox shit Mm. Oh, so no. the dog will roll in the fox shit, oh. uh, but but on the because of the time of year, the grass seed floats in the air and goes. It causes clouds in the air. If you walk through grass seed, it just like forms like fog in the air. It's amazing. It's amazing part of mm. nature. But not when a dog is covered in fox shit, because what it does is it sticks to the dog and covers oh. the dog mm. in the seed. So you are then faced with a, a, a fox shit smelling dog covered in grass seed. And spaniels, I don't know whether you know this, but spaniels are particularly susceptible susceptible yeah. to having uh, grass seed stuck in their big flappy spaniel's ears. Oh, not oh, a euphemism. No. Actually, no. Is, no. Right? no. And then, yeah. and so that's a trip to the vet. So it gets very expensive and complicated, and mm. spaniels are stupid. So, so that was Tuesday. I mean, it was just a sort of. You know, have you ever seen Children of the Corn? I have. The film. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's a in Children of the Corn. There are children that live in the corn. The clue is in the name, right? Mm. Uh, and they're mm. evil children. And one of them's the lead one's called Malachi, and he's got a, a scythe, and uh, there's seeds, and there's corn, and there's dead grown-ups, right? That's what the premise is. And it's but it was yeah. like it was like that on Tuesday, but with a dog, is what I'm saying. Is is that the Linda Hamilton version we're talking about? No, I'm talking about the original, maybe not early 1980s okay. film that I that I watched on VHS back in the day that I liked, as I recall. I'd read the book, it's a Stephen King book, isn't it? So I'd mm. read the book. You know, it's a great book if you if one wishes to read. Is it one a... of his shorter ones? Yes, it is. Oh, good, because most of them could kill a man. They really could. Yes, well, the problem with Stephen King is they they I mean they kill a man if they dropped on them, but he could also kill a man by reading it or yeah. woman. Actually, so let's not be sexist, Alex. No, it we're much kill... more resilient. In fairness, you're right. It would Actually, only kill. Right. A man. It wouldn't. It wouldn't kill a yeah. woman. No. I would no. never would it... kill a woman with a Stephen King novel. Okay, just check it. So yeah, but no, Children of the Corn's pretty accessible, isn't it? It's uh, <clears throat> you know, you go straight, in, go straight in with that, and it's weird from the start. Whereas a lot of Stephen King books are brilliantly written, but then go really weird at the end. So he know, doesn't believe in plotting. That's why they're so long. He doesn't have a plan when he starts. He's just a mad guy who starts writing and then goes wild. And we just get left with the pretty impressive but worrying results. I'd, 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 I'd sort of agree. There are certain books where you go, why have you done that? Uh, because it was great for two thirds. And then the last third of this book was awful. 
But the first two thirds, I think Stephen King is one of the great underrated American writers. I really do. Mm. I think he's fantastic. You know, yeah. I will, if he writes a new book, I will devour it. Not, I won't eat it, I'll read it. That was a... Well, maybe you should because that's how he'd want you to enjoy his work. Well, it's only a matter of time before that happens. It's, it's been a Stephen King book where someone, there's a book, which book is it where somebody forces a book down someone's throat with the end of a spoon? Is that, oh, that's not God. Stephen King, is it? That's, um, oh, no, I'm thinking Very Hungry Caterpillar. I've mixed up my genres. Ah, Sorry, I do yeah, 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 that was not Stephen King, yeah. Oh, no, I'm thinking of The Very Human Centipede. That's, that's it. Oh, the very human, yes, yes, that's the that, one. Whereby that yeah. centipede in one day ate his way through. The first day it was a strawberry, I think. Yep. The second day he ate the human centipede, ate his way through a lettuce yep. leaf. The third day was a pickle. Yeah. And the fourth day was a human anus. Yeah. Wasn't it? Do you remember that book? What a great book for children. Yeah. No, they don't eat the anus. The middle person does. Oh. You've not read the book, Kate. He does eat an anus. And then he gets. No, he does. And then he gets a yeah. tummy ache. Do you know? Um... Rule 34. No, do I need to have seen rules 1 to 33? No, there's this, like, internet culture thing where there's a rule, it's rule 34, where if if it exists, there is porn of it on the internet. Oh. And I discovered today, <laughs> not through browsing, but because I was listening to a podcast, that yeah. there is, in fact, porn of the very hungry caterpillar called the very horny caterpillar, Amazing. But yeah. if rule 34 is true, then that means there is also porn of the human centipede somewhere out there. On the oh, undoubtedly. But, yeah. but undoubtedly. If, it's, if it's a rule where it's, it exists of anything that exists. Yeah. I exist. Be careful what you Google is what I'm saying. Don't Google John Holmes porn. Because I know several um, <laughs> young to middle-aged men who are handy with Photoshop and could have done terrible things with your image. <laughs> Well, there's already a John Holmes on the internet, to be fair, uh, in that genre. Um, uh, uh, So I don't, I I think that sort of counts for me. You two, I couldn't speak for. I don't know. I don't exist, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a a lot to live up to, John. Being the other John Holmes, it's a lot to live up to. Well, yes, I know. He's he's dead of the AIDS, isn't he? And I'm alive. And, um, you know, I had a T-shirt, you know, because obviously you've made an allusion to my height. Not so long ago, Alex. You made that um, illusion. Well, you did. In fact, you made us visualize you next to grass and then have a little chuckle. <laughs> like a hoodie I shrunk the kids scenario. <laughs> when I was at uh, when I was at university, somebody bought me a t-shirt um, that said on it, I I may look short, but there's 12 inches of me you can't see. Ah, oh, classic. Classic. It was all those LPs you'd bought, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> those limp players. Yes. Well, was 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 the dog okay? <laughs> oh well, the dog, the dog. Uh, thanks for dragging it back to the subject. Uh, the do- that evening, the dog. It's good hosting. I, so I got, but it is good hosting. I got back home with the dog, and then immediately had to bath the dog because of the fox mm. shit and the grass st- stuff looked sticking to. So that annoyed me anyway. And it's really hard to bath. Have, have you ever tried to bath a dog? It's really, yes. really quite annoying. <laughs> yeah. Many, many times, and uh, several different dogs. Um, the one we've got at the moment, Pippa, is Pippa the dog. Yeah. fine. 
to bath. She's absolutely fine. She just sits there and takes it. But I've had dogs where you just have, it's like a wrestling match and you yeah. get wetter than the dog does. Yeah, it's oh, awful. Terrible. So I, so I tried to bath the dog and it's never, never easy. And then, then you have to carry the dog outside wrapped in a towel. Yes. Because you don't want them to shake themselves in the house. So you get them outside, then they shake themselves before you've had time to shut the door and it's all over the... Anyway, so then the rest of the evening that she spent sort of rolling about on the on the floor in in fictional fox. I don't know what she was trying to do. And she was just rolling on the floor as though there was fox shit on the carpet, which there wasn't, because yeah. I did check. And then uh, she was scratching her ear and I was worried there was a seed in her ear and that's a trip to the vets and that gets very expensive. But um, but I've checked. she seems to be fine now. I don't... I So I don't Good. know. Closest I've got to that experience is uh, a bird shat on my right on her forehead. Well, as they say, don't go out with her again. (laughs) I I didn't. Now it's time for the feature that has got the whole nation saying, I've not heard of it. What channel was it on? Oh, it's a podcast. Never mind. It's this feature's theme music was created after the podcast was recorded. So here we go. Majestic, wasn't it? Can you believe? Well, that? I mean, in, in in majestic is one word. If indeed you are using it in the context of the wine shop, majestic, and it sounded just oh. like a very drunk person had created. I it. forgot that I'm dealing with an audio connoisseur. I mean, <sighs> what was wrong? What was wrong with it? It's hard to put it into words, isn't it? Um, we'll try. It's <laughs> like my dog rolled in it. Let's put it that way. Oh man! Wow, is that too harsh? Well, I don't know. I did hear the 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 yep yep yepping of a CD Springer Spaniel. Yeah, I heard that, that as well, and there. I heard that I heard that I almost heard the smell of fox. Chocolate. Oh no! So that oh. so that's interesting, and also it, weird that yeah. as the, discordant. Yeah, in a discordant mm. is right. A discordant musical stench with the yapping sure. of a dog, but also as it's the week of that eclipse that everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Did I, you see it? I couldn't see it because it was too cloudy. So, what oh. I, but, but what that music conjured up for me was a sort of cloudy. It was almost an eclipsed version of of a calypso version of total right. eclipse of the heart, wasn't it? That's why. Wow, a l- l- lot of clips going on in that one. Yeah, um, an e- yeah, a calypso I, I total eclipse of the heart 
with the stench of fox mess with the yapping of a dog in it. I mean, what a and what a strange was was, was, there, was there anything you didn't like? I didn't like the timpani. Oh God! Um, no, it was a bit too. It was a bit much. Yeah, no, I mean, you had enough going on. Yeah, I don't think you also. I don't think you also needed the sound of the crying child as well. I think you should have well, left I that out. I didn't need it, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Something to do in it. Well, right. yeah. Well, it was something to do, but also I did. I also didn't like. I mean, several things I didn't like. Right. One was the <laughs> sound of someone urinating. I didn't think that was necessary. Right? Well. You gotta add it somewhere. I thought you? that was just somebody pouring tea. No. I think it was both. Oh, no. The urinating was first and then oh. the pouring tea, wasn't it? After that. I think oh, that's, I think that's, that's what it was. You can and then tell there was, by the surfaces. It was very specifically, the wasn't there? Really specific sound. Really, really specific of a mm. uh, of a I think a nineteen forty one Spitfire. Yeah. But with only that's one right. engine working, I think. <laughs> that's correct. Was yes. in there, wasn't that's it? That's correct. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely correct. I went out there and I got that recording. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad. Um, it, I mean, it, it's not. You know, I don't, I don't come round to your work and tell you that. And no. Right, do I? But also, no. someone beating some eggs as well in there. That was odd, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was. That was a strange. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. What... And why? Why were they protesting so much? Oh. Oh, get off! Yeah, what was that about? Stop! Yeah, don't beat me. And also that well, weird sound oh, of oh, someone hitting a microphone with a pen was really weird as well, wasn't it? Yeah. And also, I don't know how he got it. I don't know how he got it in time. <laughs> but hey, I no, did. It's like somebody with no natural sense it's of it's rhythm was doing amazing, it in time. Amazing. You'd be amazed what I can do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, yes, no, I'm glad you enjoyed it anyway for what it was. We haven't finished um, yet. And uh, there's also, wasn't there, in there, there was um, a kettle boiling as well. Yep. But very specifically, well, it, was a, it, was a, it 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 was a Kenwood kettle, wasn't it? Um, it was. Specifically that. Yeah. What what model? I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure of the model. I think it was, be- uh, it, was a, it was a sort of cream coloured one. Creamy, yeah, yeah. beigey one, you, you, yeah. You could hear the cream on that one yeah i well. no, i appreciate that um anything else yeah the opening titles to mr ben <laughs> yeah. seemed like uh, that came out of nowhere it did come out of nowhere but it sort of worked didn't it kate didn't you think i thought it i thought so yeah, i thought so well, that yeah. worked. Yeah. Well, it brought a bit of nostalgia it was nice and that you know i don't know why on earth you'd put in that sort of um you know sonic jingle from the bad robot films why why well, that was an oh, interesting well, yeah. you know it's just to add that kind of you know pizzazz and make it a bit yeah. more high budget you know you got but then that. also the noise of one of those toy robots you got in the 1970s remember that's remember just those? to bring it down to earth you <laughs> yeah. know it's just a, yeah you got the, that interesting you, well. you got to balance it out um and why but, was father ted in there explaining the difference between the two different sized cows yeah that's for <laughs> that. That was for um, yeah, just to you know appeal to all audiences as well. You know, you got to cater for everything. And finally, um, that um, that the really for me the crowning glory, the ending really. I mean, the climax in many ways. Oh yes, was Thank the bit of the that. soundtrack from that other John Holmes film. Yes, um, from the nineteen seventies. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, Very bassy. 
Yeah. Oh, you've no idea, and that's not even the instrument that was causing that. Um, well, thank the, you. The playing uh, of the banjo that. string as well. That was that. That's yes, he did. He did. <laughs> um, so so that, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. So that was that was the week that was, was it? <laughs> um, how was Wednesday? What happened on Wednesday? Right. So Wednesday, um, I um, did I mention the rotary clothes line? We did. Yeah. 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 So next to that, the now, windy Wendy. The Windy Wendy, thank you. The next to that now is is because uh, my my youngest daughter had a birthday, and what she wanted for a birthday was a trampoline. Oh, cool! Oh, well, you say that. Um, so a trampoline, uh, or, or you know, or an arm breaking machine, mm-hmm. as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're what it t- turns out. They're very, 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 and I can't emphasize that enough. Very, very, very difficult to build. Yes, I, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I just had a absolute image. hours. I can imagine to build a trampoline. Right, so it, it arrives with instructions, which are, you know, so you lie it all out and you try and assemble the frame. That's all right. But obviously, you know, then you realise you put a bit of the frame on upside down too late and they have to take it all apart again. I mean, that's a, that's a given. Mm. But trying to trying to stretch the, the bouncy part onto the frame itself is something I never, ever want to repeat. That was absolutely horrific. But that was, that was I spent the day doing that. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah. what that's like. Did you do it on your own? Yeah, I did do it on my own, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. that's where you went wrong. Yeah. Surely yeah. that's a two-man job. Surely. Well, that's got to be know, hellish. I... I you know, I attempted to train the dog to help, mm. but she was too busy rolling on the floor. Of course. Uh, so I, I did it myself. I did do it myself. And it, I mean, it's, it's not a very interesting story, but you asked for what I did. And yeah. that is the honest truth. I, mean, I tried to build a trampoline, which now is built and has had a child bouncing on it. But I, I, I absolve myself of any responsibility for when it all collapses. I, I just had visions of you like, watching your child jumping on the trampoline while just like gritting your teeth and biting your nails. Like, oh, for God's sake, hold, hold. And then I realised it's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everything is an anecdote. Has it got, so, has frankly, it, has it got the net around it? Yeah, it has. Is it, yeah, I got the most unsightly, obscene one to look at that I possibly could. It's horrible. I didn't want one. It's horrible. They look horrible. They are horrible. You've not been on it And yet. also, you... Yeah, actually, it's brilliant when you go on it. So yeah, it's really fun. But I, I also had to tether it to a... Because it might blow away, right? Yeah, they blow away. They do. So I had to tether it down. And, oh, it's like... Oh, so it's when you're approaching the, the spring situation... Do you do one spring on one side and then the one directly opposite it? Yes. And then, yeah. right, okay. Yes. Oh my you have, but I only realised that an hour into the process oh. after I was trying to stretch the springs. Oh, were you doing like yeah. one and then the next one? The well, next yes, because I didn't, I mean, I, I, I am inept. Well, that's so what I, I did. And also I didn't read the instructions. No, I'd do that. I'd, I'd do that. I, that's, that's what springs to my mind. And, and now Kate said yeah, it. That's obviously the thing to do. Sprung oh yeah, so I didn't even mean to say that. Um, but yeah. yeah, that actually does make sense. Yeah, no, Kate's oh. got it bang on. That's exactly what you do, Kate. Yeah, yeah. This is why if only you I know, called you first. I'm always here yeah. if you need me, John. But you know, know so that. rarely do you take me up on that offer. But I could have saved you many, <laughs> many spring-loaded hours. 
There would have been a lot fewer swearing words, I can tell you. So did, did that literally take you all day, or was that just like... Yeah, it's not a very no. interesting story, uh, you know, but <laughs> I, I can't... That's, I've got nothing else, you know, that's what happened on Wednesday. Yeah, that's that's fair, it. Fair enough. And it's still... That is it. That's the important thing. At it's the moment, still... it is, yeah. And Good. it's it's it, and it's fine. But I don't like it, and I don't want it. But I, as a father, was browbeaten <laughs> into it by the by the sort of, you know doughy eyes of a child just going we really want one oh all right and i you did it for love that's what you're saying that's nice yes but there's also the added you know the the added advantage that it it might well you know bounce the child uh and so next year's (laughs) birthday will be much cheaper so you know bear that in mind Multifaceted yeah, benefits, yeah, nice. Um, so moving on to Thursday, was that spring loaded as well, or did you just no more interesting? To be honest with you, like yeah, that's fine. What happened was okay. So, um, well, so the, so I had I've had a I've had a, a chip in my windscreen. This is my car, not my wind. I haven't got. I'm not. I'm a human. I don't have a windscreen. No, I get but it. But in the car, <laughs> there's a chip in the windscreen, right? No, I don't mean one that's been yeah. left over from a McDonald's drive-through oh, that somehow okay. become wedged upon the glass. And I you, mean, you a, don't a, mean a, a stone a, chip. And you don't mean like a Las Vegas sort of five-dollar chip. No, 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 um, I don't. No, I no because and I, you you don't mean that your windscreen has been vaccinated uh, with uh, Bill ah, Gates's. Now you see. Now you're onto something. So Uh (laughs) that's my question, you see. So I have a chip on my windscreen, but the question is, it only appeared after I got vaccinated. So what if, what if, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but let's say I am right? for the purposes of this. What if I got vaccinated and then that chip Mm -hmm. appeared in my windscreen, not in me, notice, because that's what they want you to think. Mm-hmm. It is in my windscreen. Yeah. So you're suggesting right. Bill and it's Gates tracking me? It's tracking your car via a crack in the glass. So, first things first. Do you live near a five G mast? No, because my signal here is appalling, and I wish I did. So no, okay. I don't. Okay. But what if now my car is? The five G mask. The five G. The five G tracking mask. Have you noticed yeah. any difference in your signal on your phone when you're in the car? No, oh, well, but, it's probably not. Then is it? No, but the it, the point stands though, doesn't it? Because if 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 my if I am vaccinated mm-hmm. and the day after a chip appears in my windscreen, right? Which some might say is from a stone. The... But what what if that? What if the whole thing? What if the stone popped? only popped it up out of the road because it I was driving over it having been vaccinated. Well, I think it's in those circumstances, John, that people need to really do their own research and make their own minds up about these things. Well, obviously, but my mind is made up, isn't it? Because, you know, I don't think that's a coincidence. So I, I think... No. You know, they're throwing us off the scent. People say that, we're, oh, they're putting a chip into your body with the vaccine. But but what if they're not? What if they're uh, putting it into your windscreen? Yeah. 
It, well, yeah. that's a great question. I mean, what if that's true? To be honest, true? when I had my vaccine, I had chips afterwards. So then, were you, but you bar, but were you going to? No, 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 I wasn't. You only no, fancied the chips, didn't you? Yeah. After the vaccine, and I only ate one of them, and that's where they get you. I only ate one of them. You're now full of chips. I am. So, oh my gosh! So, are they? Where did you get the chips? Chip shop. Which one? The one nearest the vaccination place. I went straight there. Ah, I went right, straight so there. So, so you're saying big fish are conspiring with AstraZeneca? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bill Gates is a big fish. He is a big. Well, fish. hang on, but what? Hang on, what? What? What is the biggest fish they've got in the fish shop? Uh, cod. Yes. Cods are quite big. You see, Jesus. and think about it. There's, if if that was the nearest one to the vaccination centre, right? I've read, I heard this from a bloke that I know, who's the like brother-in-law of a woman, of a person of, of someone I used to work with. So it is true. Oh yeah, in, yeah. The, in the pub. Yeah. And they said yeah. there's a tunnel from your chip shop straight to that vaccination centre. So what if when they said Do you want salt and vinegar and you said yes, what they were really doing is they were putting the vaccine liquid on your chips, not vinegar, is it? And you, so you got. So they were double dosing you. Yeah, and that's why you got shit. Chip. See, you got to think about this stuff. I am now. People think this is conspiracy theories, but it's not. It's all fact. God, I mean that's my just... windscreen coincidence. No, your chip visit after the vaccine <laughs> straight away. No, Kate, have you had the vaccine? Uh, yeah, I've had my first one. Yeah. Right. Did you anything chip related happen? Uh, you're not going to believe this, but yes. I had a golf lesson the next day. <gasps> See? Oh, what? Exactly. This is... Yes. And? Oh, my God. And we did, we practised chipping. And I was really good at it. Like, surprisingly good. <laughs> Obviously. Yep. Obviously. And this is how, this is how they get you. You see, this is the problem. So everyone's talking about chips. They think it's chips going in you. It's not. It's chips in the rest of your life. And as I said, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but this is an absolute fact, all of this. So wow. this is why you've got to you've got to be careful. So I want everyone listening to this to think about it. If you're having the vaccine, did you do anything chip-related the next day? I'll give you another example, mm. right? So a friend of mine got vaccinated. I say a friend of mine. He's, he's the sister-in-law of yeah. somebody who I know who used to be a nurse yeah. in the 70s yeah. who uh, whose children now uh, go to school with a guy who used to be uh, alive yeah. in the 90s. And he yeah. said in the pub that when he got a vaccine, he went home and watched the 1980s California Highway Patrol motorbike yeah. drama... Yeah. Chips. Chips. On oh, YouTube. Oh, no Starring way. John Baker and Eric Estrada. Friend of mine, actually. He, 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 saying that, yeah, he got every question right on catchphrase after he had the vaccination. <gasps> see? What's Mr. Chips? He knew exactly what Mr. Chips was doing every time. There you go. Yeah. So how you much see? money do you think that this uh, global rollout of the vaccine is... Going straight in the pockets of uh, auto glass repair, John. Auto glass replace. 
Thank, I was, thank you. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. It's automatic. It's, it's like it's like Pavlov's dog. <laughs> Why yeah. do people not do jingles anymore? <laughs> because they're yeah. so effective. That's how it works. Uh, yeah. So repair, autographs repair, autographs replace. Autographs are a very different <laughs> company. That's if yes. you get a crack in your lawn, they will come and replace your lawn. They will. But I am um, genuinely interested because I have just found a tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny chip in my windscreen as well. But I think it's vaccinated. Well, maybe, <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I don't know why I'm doubling up on chips. But yeah, well, got it, it's you? expensive to get those things repaired. Well, I, you know, in all honesty, I, I did phone Auto Glass Repair, Auto Glass Replace, and, and it turns out my insurance company don't deal with them. They deal with a rival company. Um, oh. What's their jingle? So uh, I'm not using Auto Glass Repair, Auto Glass Replace. Do you have to pay your excess? Because Yes. Yes, I do. But surely it's cheaper just to pay the company. No, because I looked into that. So this is boring, isn't it? My excess yeah, well, to get well, my windscreen, I need to know. My windscreen replaced <laughs> is £100. <laughs> But to get the whole thing done is seven hundred and thirty-eight pounds. Oh, so, so it's quite a big chip. I'm just going to yeah. get mine. F- I'm just going to get it yeah, filled mine, in. Mine was, I'll be honest, my, more of a crack. Uh, oh. Okay, if I'm honest, it was more of a crack. Yeah, if, if but that doesn't lend crack, itself to the story, does it? No. Get their crack filled in, then uh, <laughs> yeah. one of us is going to get pregnant again. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's difficult for me to get pregnant again right now. Well, you say you say that. It's probably more difficult for me to get pregnant actually than you. <laughs> fair, fair enough. So, <laughs> so Friday. What happened on Friday, John? Oh, nothing. What about the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so nothing happened on Friday. No, I tell you what. All that happened on Friday was I, uh, I had to go to. Um, uh, <laughs> so what happened on Friday was I genuinely had to go to a shop called New Look, which I'm not familiar with. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. I know. Yeah, because yeah. my my eldest daughter uh, we ordered ordered something for her, and and I had to pick it up from New Look. I've never been in New Look. I went into New Look, and everyone looked at me, as you'd imagine. The clientele of New Look is what teenage girls really, I suppose, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Uh, but either way, they all looked at me like I was a weird person for being a bloke in there on my own. Uh, which clearly that's what it looked like, and I because I had to go and pick something up, and 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 I didn't spend long browsing the clothes myself, just about half an hour, and everyone thought that was weird, <laughs> uh, but I don't see why it was. I was just trying to fit in. And was it a, a new look they were giving you, or was it just a regular? I've got a very old... new look after that. Thank you very much. Lovely. Uh, I am. Good. I know. I am wearing my first training bra, and it's very comfortable. Yeah, really holds the buttocks up, doesn't it? Um... It really does. <laughs> Did you go in New Look at all, Kate? Um, not really, no. I'm probably mm. a bit outside of their target demographic at this yeah. stage, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, yeah. Yeah. What about- Were you a New Look person at the time, though, whatever that time was, Kate? Is that, is that oh, yeah. Thing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've, I've owned yeah. plenty of New Look stuff in my time. There we go. Your eldest daughter's clearly a, you know, a fashionista. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. She's 11, so I don't know whether I'm in New Look. I'd say it was a new world. I've never been in New Look before. No cause to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, they do so have a I... men's section now in what? some of their flagship shops. Yeah. Well, I if you go to like the, the big I ones. A, I was in a tugboat version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. I, I, pretty sure. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think I've been in the New Look. I've been in the Yours. I don't know if you've seen Yours. That's quite an interesting place. 
I don't know what that is. Yeah. No, I have no idea what that is. I don't either. I just made it up. Um, what about oh. the weekend, John? Well, the weekend. Now you see. Now I like to go to the. I'm a. I'm a middle-aged man. I don't know whether you've. Um, that's obvious, <laughs> right? But the, the 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 really the the most peaceful time a middle-aged man can enjoy at the weekend is to book himself a session down the tip. Oh, oh, yes. Dreamy. Yeah. Isn't it? Because yes. it's cathartic, isn't it? Because what you're doing is you are... And honestly, the amount of cardboard since the pandemic that turns up during the week of just stuff that's been delivered, mm-hmm. right, has yeah. to be then dealt with. But but also then, very boring again, isn't it? But but the, you have to book a slot at the tip now. You can't just turn up, right? No. So you have to book... So it's like a book yourself a slot in advance... And then you take all of the stuff at one, in one go, yeah. and it feels. But there's a queue, and it's fun. But it's funny. It's just a cathartic thing to do. It's a cleansing. Some people like a sort of cleansing spa, don't they? But I like to go to the tip. I think booking an appointment makes it a bit more special in a way. It is like booking a spa day. It's more exclusive. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is my slot. Yeah, I would like to book myself in yeah. to throw a, an old laptop over a into a load of old. Crap. Do you like to? Really, we've talked about tips before. I think on this, it's a thing. Um, do you like to really use this catharsis as an opportunity to like lean into your manliness, John? Because my other half, and I, I have, you know how like they say expectant mothers uh, do like nesting, and they get this urge to like tidy and decorate and all that shit. Um, I have a theory that expectant fathers have an equivalent and they sort of do like dad readiness. So Tom, much like yourself, enjoys taking himself off to the tip, getting rid of a load of crap. But then he comes home and he seems to somehow do like extra farting and like drinks a couple more beers and just like, I don't know, tells terrible jokes. And basically is like doing heightened dad stuff. Interesting. No, I hadn't really come across that. I mean, for a start, um, I do, I mean, you mentioned nesting, which, which, you know, expectant mothers do do. And I do, that's another thing I like to do at the weekend. I like to go out and watch expectant women nesting. Um, You know, (laughs) I built myself a hide. Yes. uh, And I go down. I noticed. Oh, it's not a very good hide. If you can't, if you don't think that I've noticed you. You're wrong. <laughs> Watched you nesting, and I like to I like to <laughs> jot down your migratory patterns. <laughs> and I, I have started making the making the traversing the hallway to the bathroom. That does happen a lot more now I than know it used does. to. I yeah. know. I've, I've got them all written down. And what's more, you know, it's not just you. Don't feel like it, I'm just. It's just you that I'm being okay. weird about. It's other. Preg- okay. It's any pregnant woman. And I like Great. to go down the park. And at the tip is yeah. interesting because there's a load of. Um, Near the tip where I live, there are there's there's like a there are trees and a lot of pregnant women do nest in those trees. So what you can do is you can empty yeah. the, the back of your car while watching the nesting. And it's great because the pregnant women they climb down the trees and they pick bits out of the, the landfill and take it back up to feed their young yeah. the women in the in the yeah. in their yeah. nest. And I you know, I kinda like yeah. that. I like they, they take all sorts up there. 
You know, I've seen them taking old toasters up there and, you know, discarded radiators and stuff just up there to feed the kids. Yeah. And it's lovely to watch. It's just nature, isn't it? It's nature. It's not weird it for me to watch it's nesting pregnant nature. women. That's just natural. And it's just mm. nature. And there's a load of us. We got, you know, they're like, you know, these, um, they call us pervathologists. And they, and, and what we do, we've got like, there's a network of us. And we, you know, if we spot a pregnant woman in the wild on her own or something, yeah. you know, we won't disturb her, but no. we will put the call out to other pervathologists and they'll come, all over, they'll come over, the, all over the country yeah. to watch. And it's, it's lovely in a way. Yeah. It's, it's nice that you can give back as well. You can give like, you know, old, say for example, old clotheslines as well, because I know quite a few of them take that if you've got one that's... Well, if you're not going to tie it up and repair it yourself, Alex, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you they will They yeah. will get yeah. use out of it. They will just hang that from the well, tree. And, uh... I mean, the reason I was going to the tip, um, I'll be honest with you, I was, I was, um, I was taking the knee. Because um, we have um, what, what we what we what we like to you know because I don't know if you've seen this in the news and stuff yeah. the footballers they they yeah they you know they they're on the knee aren't they and I like to take the knee and we've got loads of knees lying around here so I just um, you know I, I take I just pick them up I don't like to see them littering the hedgerows no you know, of so I get not. I gather that anyone who's left their knee on the ground I'll pick it up I'll lift up the knee and I'll take yeah. the knee mm -hmm. and I'll take it yeah. I'll take it down the tip see, you know how are you um, getting on because a lot of people. I've seen on Twitter a lot of people are not really getting into that. They don't like people that do take knees. So how, oh, how you, you should take the knee that? to the tip. Oh, without a doubt, you don't. No, no, no. There's. A, I mean, I don't know about your council. They charge our council now. It's like forty-five quid for a for a, a limb bin, uh, and any discarded really? limbs uh, or part or part thereof, such as a knee or a, a knuckle or an elbow, you um mm. you you can pop in the limb bin and they'll take it for you. You know, they'll take the knee for you the council yeah. but it does cost money so i prefer to take my own knees down to the the tip myself and there's nothing honestly on a sunny day at a sunny weekend i'll be honest with you there's nothing more cathartic and relaxing than than shoving a load of foot taking footballers knees pushing them into the the, the knee bin while while watching through binoculars pregnant women in trees nearby feeding white yeah. goods to their young. And that, for me, is a perfect weekend. And that is and was my weekend, yeah. Alex. That, that sounds really magical. I truly did actually magical. find a antique, actually, knee, an antique knee. It was from 1970s. It was uh, a Butlin's knobbly knee. And I was oh, so wow. proud of that. It's on my mantelpiece at the minute. It's, and it's did just you taken take up the knee? Place. I, I did. Did you I take did. the knee? I did. Yeah. yeah. One, one guy yelled at me and went, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, well... You know, yeah. got it, weren't you? That's how it goes. Um, well, thank you, John. That's been great. So, uh, boo! Boo! I'm yeah, booing you taking that knee, Alex. I, I, I don't noticed. think it was yours to take. Well, you know, it, you got to do what you can, and I just saw it discarded, and, you know, Butlins, big fan. Used to be... Uh, yeah, big yeah. up the red coat massive. Big up them red coats. Yeah. Seaside. That's how John started out, you know. As a red coat, yeah, was it? it well, it. I mean, it, no. To be fair, it. 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 I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get into this. And I. I did tell you I didn't want to get into this before we started. Oh, sorry. Um, well, so, speak so, to you know, just very briefly, let's just say you know as well as I, it wasn't a red coat. It was an enormous splash of blood. So let's just not talk about mm. it anymore. Yes, it's actually a raincoat, right. not a red coat. So, John, if you had to rate your week on a scale of up to whatever, what would you rate last week in total? What now? Sorry, is this? I'm confused. Is this out of numbers or any? It's out of whatever. Any rate? It's a scale of up to whatever. 
Right. I'm going to say, I'm going to rate it. Uh, I'm going to say. Uh, that's my rating. Great. Okay, I'll make a note of that. Yeah. How many ahs in. Uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, 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 that's my rating. Great. That's one, of, that's one of the highest. I'd add an extra H to the end of that. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Controversial. Um. Well, that about rounds it all off. Thank you so much, John. Um. Is there anything you want to plug? No. Uh, that's fine. Oh no! Wait. Yes. Oh, go on. Um. Yes. Uh. Let me. Let me plug. Um. Uh. Let me plug. The Skewer. Yes. Which is a Radio 4 slash BBC Sounds programme I make, which is a, um, for those that don't know, it's a, what is it? Well, I don't really know what it is. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a remix of the news. It's a satirical yeah. river of sound. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, and, it, and we it's take a hellish soundscape. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's disturbing and, <laughs> weird and it's really ready really, for a wednesday listen to it we get headphones on is just a really surreal experience sometimes it is uh, uh, yeah. but it also just won the gold award for best comedy uh at the radio oh, academy, the awards. Radio so, academy awards. you know not that's my good. words the words of the radio academy awards that's so, right that's, that's right and also i will plug you mentioned it at the beginning cold case crime cuts which mm. is a podcast um that spoofs True crime podcasts by investigating crimes within songs, e.g., who shot who at the Copacabana, who shot the sheriff, video or nice. did it kill the radio star, etc., etc. It's available. Search for Cold Case Crime Cuts wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it is a very good podcast. Um, yeah. Pleasure, John. Been fun. Thank you. Thanks very much, John. I, I mean, it was a pleasure for you. It was a abs- absolutely tortuous. Uh, and a chore for me, but you know. I think whatever. we've all learned something this evening about physics. I think we have, yes. Yeah. Chips. Chips. And just a really, really long intro yeah. song that's going to be hell. And nesting pregnant yes, women. The best kind. Um, my thanks to John Holmes. Oh, I, I oh, that's right. And I forgot in, in that song, I particularly enjoyed the cooing sound of a nesting pregnant woman in that song as well. That was oh, you noticed that one as well. That's good. That's good. Can you do that again for me, Kate? Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> right. So my thanks to John Holmes, who's been an absolute pleasure. Never a chore. And my thanks to Kate O'Connor. Um, anything to add, Kate? Uh, you're very welcome. I enjoyed your company, John. <laughs> it was a delight. <laughs> Do you want me to fetch some hot towels? <laughs> I'm all right just for the moment, but I'll let you know. I'll know, I'll know when it happens because I am watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you'll know. My thanks to John Holmes and my thanks to Kate O'Connor. I've been Alex Sivright and that was, that was the week that was, was it? Was it? Was it? Yes, and that was it. Thank you. Goodbye. From the makers of Lazy Susan comes Windy Wendy, the all-in-one rotary clothes dryer that will dry your clothes in a breeze. 
the clothesline is so long, it stretches to the moon and back and back again, and then back again, and then halfway back. You will love Windy Wendy so much, you will want to marry her or something. Windy Wendy from Ars Titties Incorporated.